If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough on Wellness Wednesday. We always like to try on some level to focus in on uh, issues of health, particularly for Americans. And uh, there's been a lot of notice since uh, the, especially since the admission of the Wuhan uh, viral origin, kind of finally being admitted by the administration about the role of WHO and uh, what what they're going to do going forward. And someone who has written about that in the New York Post is Betsy McCoy, former lieutenant governor of the state of New York and New York Post columnist, one of my favorites. And she rejoins us at the Kevin McCullough microphone. Betsy, it's great to have you. It is great to be with you and to focus on, (laughs) I have to tell you, this concept that Biden is pushing is so far beyond the pale, it's almost hard to discuss it seriously. But in fact, the administration is pushing very hard for the U.S. to be part of a global health equity arrangement where the World Health Organization, which has proven itself to be totally in China's pocket and untrustworthy, will now have control over our health resources in the event of a pandemic. Let me slow down to go fast, Betsy, because a lot of people may be trying to keep up. Um, This is a a treaty that the Biden administration is considering entering into. What would it what would oh, it do? They've been pushing very hard and it's got Anthony Fauci's fingerprints all over. Yeah, well, they've been pushing hard to get this treaty into effect. And uh, last Monday it was unveiled in Geneva, Switzerland. And the terms of the treaty really would mean that Americans in another pandemic would have shorter lives, suffer more, and some would die because of it. Okay, give us some examples of what you're talking about. Well, The major provision of this treaty says that Americans should not get better or faster health care in a global emergency than people in other countries. Never mind if we have the resources, never mind if we've developed the vaccines and therapeutics. Americans should not get better or faster care than people in uh, Venezuela or Afghanistan or Nicaragua or any place else. So one of Um, the things the treaty says is, 20%, 20%, America will cede 20% of all its disease-fighting resources to the World Health Organization, whether American needs have been met or not. They have to cede them in real time. So 20% of their antiviral medications, 20% of our vaccines, 20% of our masks and other things would have to be handed over to the World Health Organization which would just decide what countries in the world get that, get those resources. So, Betsy, let me let me because this is mind blowing. And just if you if you applied it to just this most recent pandemic, that means that fully one fifth of what we were already having a hard time coming up with would not even be available to Americans. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Grandma. Uh, would not be able to get her Paxlovid because it would be on an airplane to the Middle East or Far East or South America. It seems rather difficult for me to believe that American um, uh, academics, uh, government leaders, uh, anybody that's serving certainly for the public's behalf would be behind this. But you oh, say uh, there, there, are, there are those in those categories that actually do. Give us an example. Yes. Almost all health academics 
believe in global equity, exactly the philosophy behind this treaty, that it's wrong for Americans to have more than uh, people in other countries, even if Americans are paying the bill. No, they do not. They don't find this shocking or dangerous. They're pushing very hard for this. And, of course, Biden himself is pushing very hard for this part of his overall equity push. You know, every department of government in the United States is supposed to be fostering equity, but not equity just within the United States, global equity as well. There are some other provisions that are very scary. One would require that the United States pay a fixed percentage of its gross domestic product, it's like a global tax, to the World Health Organization every every year to go into a pandemic future uh, fund. Uh, another, this is the really scary one, another one says, well, the U.S. will have the authority to manage its own health emergencies, domestic policy-wise, unless, and this is a an exception big enough to drive a truck through, unless, U.S. policies hurt uh, people within the United States or are disadvantageous to the rest of the world. Well, (laughs) as I said, that exception is so big that really this, this treaty hands over to the World Health Organization control over U.S. health policy in the event of a pandemic. Well, think about this. In the last pandemic, the World Health Organization did everything to support China, including lying to the U.S. They supported China and allowed China to conceal the origins of the virus. They supported China and uh, in its efforts, very successful, to prevent international investigators from talking to Chinese scientists or accessing the records of early patients in China who had the virus. Um, They delayed worldwide knowledge of the virus so that it spread much faster than it otherwise would have. Uh, China really controlled the World Health Organization during this last pandemic, and they will likely do it again. Well, there's no, yeah, exactly, there's no reason to believe that it wouldn't uh, go down exactly the same way. And now with this added kind of impetus that the U.S. has to cut itself off at the knee uh, when we would need our own resources the most, um, real quickly, Betsy, we've only got about 60 seconds left, but give me what, where, where is the opposition to this in the Congress? Is there any, uh, are there elected leaders pushing back? 15 U.S. senators, all Republicans, have, have uh, proposed a bill that would say this international agreement cannot go into effect without Senate approval. See, The Biden administration is toying with the idea of just saying, well, this isn't really a treaty. It's an international agreement. It doesn't need Senate ratification. So they're trying to get around the Constitution. They're doing an end run around the Constitution. This bill that's being put forward in the Senate would prevent that. I cannot see a Joe Manchin voting for this in good conscience. And I hope that uh, Kristen Sinema and Mitt Romney and all the other guys that are in the middle would come to the same conclusion. I don't think you win. I don't think you win an argument by saying America needs to take care of American people last, especially by our elected leaders. But we'll have to see. Governor McCoy, always a a joy to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Glad to join you. Bye bye. You got it. Reader in The New York Post, uh, Betsy McCoy. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. 